0: About. I'm a black man trying not to get caught. I'm just trying to solve the puzzle like a jigsaw. You know it's a big world, so easy to get lost. I'm just trying to solve the puzzle like a
1: jigsaw. Jigsaw. What's going on, blacks and everybody in between? Praise the Lord, it's a brand new day, and your mm. favorite friendly neighborhood, cast Castanegros are back. I am Josh Rogers.
2: I am Brian Hare.
1: And we are here for another episode of your favorite podcast, the Jigsaw Podcast, where we talk about all the things, but particularly we talk about the perils, the praises, the productivity, and the pompous circumstance of being Black millennials just trying to figure it out. Brian.
2: Yes. How are you? It's always a great day to be Black. But, um, oh, yes, it is. How are you? I'm doing all right. <laughs> you sound like Bishop Blake. <laughs> do I? I see you in the future,
1: and you look much better than you do right now. <laughs> <laughs> yes I had a time at Afro Tech
2: I, I, it sounds like it we can talk about that later mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> we can talk about that later but the Lord the Lord blessed okay. I made some connections I mm-hmm. learned some things mm-hmm. I grew I had okay. fun um, right. stay with the Lord that's most important Okay. glory H- to God
2: Hallelujah. Holl- thank you Grinded Jesus
1: and you know I was glad when they said unto me I don't even know how that <laughs> matters how that connects. No. But
2: it always connects. It always connects. My hotel room might have been the house of the Lord. Yeah. But I God. was there. Giving God glory. the glory. For all the things he's done. Mm. I feel churchy today. Do you? I do. I do. You got on your heelman shirt? I do. You and know? your
1: Malcolm X hat. What's going I, on? You How know, do? I just I just it's felt really like black.
2: I just wanted to really give give blackness today. Um Okay. And it you know, it's just I just want to get black. I want to give a, 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 a respect to '90s, you know, blackness. When it, I felt like '90s was really black, it was. Right? It was a time. It was a time, a time to be black, mm-hmm. and I've, you know, I think we talked about it in the group chat. You know, shout out to our episode of group chats so and go back and listen to that. Um, that imagine being like a young adult in the early '90s. it like, would have been crazy. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. like Freaknik was a thing. You know, my god. Um, the economy was was solid. Niggas could afford stuff. Mm-hmm. Music was amazing. Mm-hmm. Like it would have been a great time to be outside. Dance clubs still existed. New Jack Swing was a thing. Like Did you say, know. Ying Yang Twins was a thing. <laughs> I said New Jack Swing. Um, <laughs>
1: I'm going to say that was a very specific call out, Brian. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't know we were. I didn't know we. Were,
2: I didn't know this was a Ying Yang Twins stand account. That, <laughs> that's funny. That makes ain't even twins. I didn't know that. You didn't even tell me that. I didn't know, but right now I could be featured on the whisper song. I feel like I, I have, I, a, feel like
1: it. I have the voice for it today. <laughs> <laughs> hey, little mama, let me whisper in your ear. They gave us an entire song of whisper, they did. and we was rocking it.
2: And was we, a good song. we
1: gotta explain our kids the stuff that we did. We let happen. <laughs> like y'all listen to this. Whisper y'all enjoyed songs.
2: this. Like this was a thing. Hmm. 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 Hmm.
1: Do you think songs like the whisper song are going to come? Are, are the- <laughs> Those kind of trends are going to come out. Like, you know, Lil John yelled at us for years. He just did.
2: yelled at us. Crunk. Just yelled at us. For years. Uh, and, yeah, I don't know. Then they're going to come <laughs> back. And here's the thing. And we talked about this. And I think we mm-hmm. we're going to do an episode about how, you know, Atlanta's not a real place. Oh, it's these are, These are all Atlanta artists. Like, this is down south Atlanta, Crunk, and... Uh, Lean with it, rock with and, and mm-hmm. all the kind of you know, soldier boy, like damn franchise w- boys. This is Atlanta, like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we gotta mm-hmm. we gotta we gotta sit and rest with with the fact that you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, this where we call home, or you know, where we currently live, yeah, uh, sure, is the birthplace of of just some interesting yeah. cultural some cultural moments, though moments, yeah, and we went up, <laughs> we went up.
1: Yeah, and this might not be Atlanta, but like the age of Waka Flocka, the age of Fetty Wap, him and his singular eye. Oh.
3: Yeah,
2: that was the time. That album, that album. He gave us an album though. An album. album. Hmm. Trap queen. An album. It was good. You're my trap queen, and
1: for sure. Listen. Yeah.
2: Hmm.
0: Okay.
1: Well, since we're here, <laughs> I can't help but this ain't the song of the week. Well, I appreciate Fatty Wop. Me too. You see what I'm saying? Mm hmm. My God. My
2: God. Mm-hmm. He's locked up. And they won't one of my favorite, favorite ones. It's one of my favorite ones.
1: You see what I'm saying?
2: Mm hmm. Look at that. I want you to be mine, you baby. Bro, You just know what it is as soon as it comes on. It's, you know it's a Fetty Wap song.
3: I'm
1: like, hey, what's up? Oh, oh, you knew it when oh, it came right. on,
3: as Shout soon as Fetty it Fetty came Wap. on. Yeah,
1: out I Wap. said, hey, what's up? Hello, mm. See, you, pretty. Soon as you walked in the door, you my trap queen. Are we gonna remix it? Y'all don't know. Y'all don't know. Cause y'all up uh, here. Like, y'all at her ski gear. <laughs> and talking about what colors your booty holes are. And we don't care. We don't care.
2: We don't. We don't. We don't. I'm going to say this, though.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Since we're on music, I'm going to stay right here. Remember
1: how we said we didn't have a summer bop? Yeah. We did not. Mm-hmm. You know how we also said Drake's album was mid? Mm-hmm. It really was.
0: Mm-hmm. But there's yeah.
1: a song called um, Rich Baby Daddy
0: mm-hmm.
1: featuring Sexy Red. Okay it's not that great of a song
2: mm-hmm.
1: but it could have been our summer bop okay let me tell you why it's super catchy what it's doing to the people every time it's, it's played mm-hmm. is it got the people that are choke right now mm-hmm. and That's it's really a cool. nice beat and it's not that great of a song but it does what it does what it, it has the summer anthem formula this intro is not what it needs to be as soon as we get past that, it kind of goes, Brian. I ain't gonna hold you. The song I'm is still, like, but I like the vibe of the intro. It
2: gives it like. This. like. like this. Me.
1: Not mm-hmm. the best song, but that could have been the summer. Then Drake comes in. Mm-hmm. He gives the singer Drake, and I'm okay with it. I'm okay with that level of mediocrity
2: if that meant that the brunches and everything else was going to go up in a yeah. certain way, right? Because honestly, that kind of gives you that gives you it gives you Atlanta brunch culture because mm-hmm. it's like it's, it's bass music like yeah. that. Um, you know, Ghost Town DJs, mm-hmm. So So Def, like early '90s. Um, mm-hmm. Even that song that the City Girls did with Usher, it has that same. It has that yeah, same good, like, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. We can that can it, you can listen and ride that out like all day. And just play song after song with that same like tempo and tune. So, um, yeah, that could have, that could have, if, if it dropped earlier in the season, it would have been it. I think it would have mm-hmm. had the summer <clears> going crazy. It'd um, have been an easy, easy mix to put in there too.
1: For sure. Yeah. So, song of the week now, officially. Okay. It's a great transition into music. Mm-hmm. You led us last week into Christmas time. I did. And I just feel as if Welcome. there's no reason to ever go back. I, I, until I, I, the I, top I, of the year.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: No reason to go back for the top of the year. And you know, I have so many that mm-hmm. I enjoy. You gave us a cultural classic mm-hmm. this Christmas.
2: Yeah, I did. Um,
1: um uh what's her name? Patty LaBelle's version. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Live.
0: One <laughs> my background gosh, singers, she said Where the wrong man? words. I don't Where know the words.
1: <laughs> um I'ma take us to church. Oh, okay. Okay. I don't know if it's an official Christmas song Mm -hmm. but it's a Christmas message and it's so regal it takes me up it's one of my favorite his prime was in the 80s okay (laughs) okay
2: (laughs) this song oh yeah yep I knew this is I'm about to go up.
0: <laughs>
1: Let me turn that off. <laughs> Let me turn that off because <laughs> I feel my eyes welling. <laughs> Heaven sent us a special gift, right? <laughs> And his name is Jesus. Woo! You can have the toys, the clothes, the
2: cars, uh, just woo. Woo. <laughs> just give me Jesus. Hey, glory to his name. Gee. Hey. Glory to God. That mm. is Walter Hawkins and the Love Fellowship
1: Alive Choir <laughs> with special gift. It is such a great, great song. Um, Christmas ain't Christmas until I at least hear that one. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't even, I, I'm Pentecostal to my bone. Mm-hmm. But my early days of Baptist, Baptist
0: mm-hmm. I have
1: a Baptist fit on that song. I just spin and scream because I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't I don't know what else to do. It literally does that too. I feel it literally right now. It, I'm about mm. to mess up this law office. This song is so good. It mm. is so well written. And then after the couple of verses, and it's so regal. Mm-hmm. So Regal and Don McClurkin tried to give another version all smooth. If he don't get that crap out of here, I don't care <laughs> nothing about that. I want that organ. I want that punch. You sound like a band. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> Whatever, that's what I need. <laughs>
1: Donnie tries to come in singing, all, oh, no. You keep you and that wine is vibe away from me. Not on this song. <laughs> not on this song. Glory to God. All right. That being said, I'm still an step Before Listen. I turn this into another live,
0: mm-hmm. um,
1: this is another episode. <laughs> I could give
2: the interpretation, but then I turn it to
1: another live. Um, let's head on over to the Blessed Report and get into some Black Excellence.
2: Let's do it. Yeah.
0: You
2: all right, ladies and gentlemen, we're at the Blessed Report. We shout out black folks doing great black things. As you know, Josh and I celebrate black people doing great things all the time, not just during Black History Month and Juneteenth. Mm-hmm. We mm-hmm. celebrate 365 24-7. So oh, yes. this week for the Blessed Report, we have HBCUVC mm-hmm. and Hadiya Muhid, Muhad, M-Muhid, I'm pronouncing that correctly, okay. um, uh strong black name. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so HBCUVC is a black woman-led organization with five full-time staff, <clears throat> all of which HBCU graduates and identify as Black and Latina. Shout out to the to the Blacks and the Brown folks working together. Mm-hmm. Um, HBCBC, HBCUBC addresses wealth and equity, inequality, excuse me, by developing a future-generated uh, Black investors who will spur economic opportunity in Black communities by, one, investing in Black entrepreneurs, two, by re-architecting re-archite- the venture capital system to be more equitable, which is important. Um and their work basically what it does is supersedes the goal of helping young professionals receive a good job instead of, right. You know, that's something better than that. Cause when we were younger, people say you get a good job, right. But they want mm-hmm. to do more than that. They want to unlock the investor's mindset, which is based on the entrepreneurial mindset. But also what's focused on is the uh, collaboration, the community and the relationships and the trust that can actually pave the way for blacks and Latinos uh, communities going forward. So today what they've done at HBCVC, HBCUVC, um, they've actually shifted a lot of career trajectories for about 380 participants um, and the communities that they represent, the HBCU alums, HBCUBC alums. They have a great start. Uh, they've understood some information about eventual, venture capitalism, um, some entrepreneur organizations, and it's actually resulted in more than $200 million distributed to black entrepreneurs. That's an amazing thing, amazing feat mm-hmm. um, that mm-hmm clearly you know these folks black women uh, are changing the world as they always do so we do always support black women we're doing great things got 200 million 200 million that's a big deal not 200 that's a big number 200 million distributed to black entrepreneurs and entrepreneurs are um the way of the future they have the ability to create wealth and stuff like that so check them out right now online at hbcu.vc or on IG at hbcu.vc to check them out and see what all the great things that they are doing. So, bless up to HBCUVC. Yeah. Adaya Muhid.
0: hmm hmm
2: Bless up to y'all. That's amazing. Yeah. HBCU folks, supporting other HBCU folks. I love to hear it. Love to see it. Yep. Um, this week, I don't think we had anybody, you know, cultural in terms of like black folks pass away. So, what did God do, Josh?
1: He stayed at the hand of death. Honorable uh, mention, though, only because I found this out in real time. Um, the stuntman man for Black Panther tragically died in a car accident Oh, in Atlanta, right? I think in I read Atlanta, it. Yeah, okay. so one of his children uh, went to the—I won't say the name of the school, but the school my wife works for. Oh, Wow. She had to she had to do some crisis. Well, the child previously attended that school, so she had to do some crisis intervention. Um, wow. So shout out and prayers to that family. Um, praying for y'all. That's really sad. They went trick or treating. Unfortunately, it was in a car accident and um, lives were taken. So, um, oh, prayers up. for them and rest up to them. Um, but, yeah, we can Wakanda our way on down to the building. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, <then> <laughs> speaking of nations,
3: mm.
1: the United States has a, a, an anthem.
3: Mm, my God. It's
1: called the National Anthem. It's mm. not one of the best songs out there, but it is one of the songs that the people take pride in singing, particularly mm-hmm. for the Super Bowl, Mm -hmm. other big things like that. Um, And you know, during the game, a basketball game, an NBA game, the Mm -hmm. National Basketball Association, a battle between um, the Atlanta Hawks and the Milwaukee Bucks, the the powers that be decided to reach into their bag of tricks. And they said, Mm. who can we get Mm. to sing the national anthem? And for some reason or another, Mm. They believed it would be a good idea to get one of hip hop's favorite hype men, mm. one of the you know, architects of modern reality television, flavor flavor
2: <laughs> to God. sing,
1: to sing, to sing, mm. sing, I'm gonna say that again, a version sing. of the national anthem. I want to play you a little bit. My favorite part is the end, oh. actually. Um, so let's 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 take it there. Okay. I want you to be prepared if you haven't heard it. It is it is something to behold and I believe that you will thoroughly, thoroughly enjoy yourself. Here you go. Let's do it. And
0: the- I can what was
1: attempted there. Yeah.
0: And the whole of the brave, of the break, of the brain. Yeah.
2: I saw the vision. It just wasn't executed.
1: I saw, listen, I saw what he wrote down and tried to make plain. But he clearly did not have 2020 vision. He was making the play,
0: mm-mm, mm-mm.
1: Brian. What do you think about Flavor Flav? Do you think we've just kind of lost? Because ever since Fergie, I feel like anybody can sing the national Because yeah, that uh, was actually better than Fergie's. If we're gonna keep it a buck, yeah, Fergie was terrible. <laughs> and that, the, and she's a singer,
2: allegedly, yeah, allegedly, <laughs> and used way too loosely <clears throat> to describe her. Um, yeah, um, I don't, I don't understand Flavor Flav's. An Atlanta Hawks and Bucks game in Milwaukee mm. does not make any sense. Why Flavor Flav? Where is Flavor Flav? Chosen. Where
1: is he from? Let me figure right. this out real quick. There hey. are some
2: church choirs sure that have sing the national anthem. I'm sure there's some local singers that can sing the national anthem. I'm sure that there are. You know, he's 64. Wow. Okay. He's from it's, New York. I thought. He yeah, was that's, that's
1: what I'm saying. Man. Like,
2: um, his black. Been cracked. Um, I, oof. Uh, Mississippi church gravel parking lot <laughs> <laughs> yeah that, that that was I, I don't understand that um, shout out to one of Laura's line sisters who was actually out the game Shar. Uh, she uh, posted it on her, on her I think on her Instagram or something like that uh, that mm-hmm. uh, so I saw it on her Instagram before I saw it on um, the shade room so I was like this doesn't make any sense so um, yeah shout out to Play the Players Um, Yeah, shout out. Shout out my nigga Flavor Flav. (laughs) (laughs) What is Flavor Flav?
1: William Jonathan Drayton Jr. He had the women fighting over him. He had two seasons of women fighting, of two seasons (laughs) of really beautiful women. Yeah. Plus or minus a few. (coughs) Fighting over him. For the flavor of love. For the flavor of love. I mean... An era again. We're gonna to have to explain to our children mm-hmm. the things. But you know what? I'm you know I'm, you know what I'm gonna say about that. What? That was an era in reality television where I was locked in. Locked. Flavor in, of yeah. Love. I love New York. What was the twins that came from? I love New York. Chance, chance and, real,
2: real chance to love.
1: Real chance to love. What, um, Ray J had the joint. Ray J had. I didn't really watch his. Um, but Charm School with Monique. Oh, that I watched that. Was Celebrity Fit Camp. Hmm. Real uh, world, world, the Roll rules, real world versus Roll rules
2: challenges. I watched all the things. Bro, reality TV was like was TV. I it feel like TV. at one point that was that was bigger than sitcoms. It was bigger than drama. Reality TV. I think at one point MTV and VH1 was all like reality TV. It was. It was at one point. Yeah, it wasn't really music. It was just reality TV.
1: And then we <clears> had College Hill. <throat> then we yeah. had Baldwin Hills. The Blackbirds. Yeah. Because what, what was the show? Or MTV about the white kids in the hills.
2: Um, the Hills. I think it was, it was just called the hills. the hills. Yeah, The yeah, Hills. Yeah. So then we came over to Baldwin Hills.
1: That's, yeah. See, that's when BET was giving us
2: programming.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They was like, oh, we're going to give you a black version of all the things. And Baldwin Hills mm-hmm. was good. At college, yeah. it was so good and messy. Yeah.
2: Um, they had multiple um, seasons of that. They did. Yeah.
1: And that Virgin Islands college here was, that was the messiest. You hear yeah. I me? Mean?
2: Yeah. Oh my God. Oh, a time, a time. I, the reality time. Was, was so great at a point. But then at this point, it got oversaturated. Yeah. And then it was like. Because even the original,
1: um, the very couple versus two seasons of um, Love and Hip Hop New York mm-hmm. with Jim Jones and his yeah. wife, yeah. Chrissy, is her name Chrissy? Yeah. 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 That I, That's when I watched it. Yeah. I watched the first season. And when they that. had a, then they got their spinoff I watched that too, but mm-hmm. then as it kept going and developing, it because it was literally about love and like what it's. I mean, it was it was reality TV, yeah, but it yeah. was less. It felt less scripted. Yeah, like I know all these conversations are prompted, right? But it yeah. just felt less scripted back then. It felt um, more real.
2: More real. It felt anything. more
1: real, right? We we yeah. do know the the producers say, "Hey, talk about the event last week." We know yeah. that we know that's how it happens. Yeah, but it just
2: still it felt a little bit more authentic. Right. Um. I was but watching um Run Run's House was a was a thing. Oh yeah, Run's
1: House. That, that was a thing. positive one.
2: Yeah, yeah. You he know, was like, I'm gonna do a reality TV show as positive, positive and black had family. Seasons. Yeah, it was a People good show. Was
1: like, it was a solid show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was Man, a solid that show. That was a good time though. We had a nice run. It was a good time in television. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Um speaking of reality mess, Brian McKnight. Oh, oh. Put him in the attic. We, he is he after night. this. So Ooh. Child. He's competing for the worst father of the year award against himself. Mm. Because we all know what happened. Well, if you don't know, go research what happened with him and his older children. Um, he basically don't claim them no more. He says he's the father of so many children, don't claim his children from his first wife, first relationship, whatever that was. And he has a he has an oldest son who's a grown child, who's Brian McKnight Jr.
0: Mm.
1: That child also has a son who was Brian McKnight the third. Brian McKnight, the singer went on to name his new son and his new wife, Brian McKnight Jr. (laughs) Mm. Pretty much erasing or trying to erase the fact that this... So what Brian McKnight recently did was change his name officially to Brian Kanoa Makoa McKnight Sr. to exactly match his new son and to no longer exactly match his oldest son. Mm. I just want to say this without... I'm going to just say this. There's nothing that can happen between me and my children Mm -hmm. that will cause me to ever want to erase who they are to me. Yeah. Yeah. We may be in the words of TI at odds. Mm -hmm.
0: Mm -hmm. We
1: may even God forbid, God forbid we get to a place where we're even estranged. Mm. I am never getting to the place where I can't, I'm not, I can't erase Josh. Mm -mm. I just can't. Right. If our relationship becomes tethered for whatever reason, Yeah. You know, we'll deal with that. But I can't erase who he is. And I just something in me is deeply, even though I don't know Brian McKnight, I am deeply bothered. And I and I really grieve for his children. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Because
1: I can't even imagine it's a, it's one thing, and not to, you know, say this lightly, because I know Brian, you know, you've you've dealt with this personally, it's one thing to have a not a a a father or a parent who's not present, right? Mm -hmm. That's one thing. Mm -hmm. But to have said parent also go to the lengths Mm -hmm. of completely trying to Ignore your existence or invalidate your existence. Yeah, that's, I can't even imagine. Yeah, what that feels like. And I've never been a huge Brian McKnight fan. Uh, my favorite song of his is <clears throat> "Official Voice" to me, and "Let Us Know." Mm, um, cool. you know, so musically, I, you know, it don't. He never really did anything to me, but just I don't know. I never. I don't. I don't. Yeah, it's it's
2: it's wild, bro. Hmm. Yeah, it is. It, it's like that. Like, like that's like the the, it's like genocide in in essence. Like mm-hmm. you're literally trying to wipe the memory of your children away, which can it can never happen because they're there. Yeah, then. sure, it's, sure, sure, sure. But like, to, and and his wife is trash too. Let me just say that for just letting it for letting that happen, um, because there's no way, you know, I would be in a situation and I would if. As a woman, man, whatever, and you had a, a spouse from pre kids, let those kids be just mishandled Because my thing, my thought process would be like, oh, so if you can just get rid of your kids like that, what you gonna do to me? Mm-hmm. what you gonna do to my kids? You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like you have no level of 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 um no loyalty to, to your family, my nigga. Like niggas, they came out of your balls, bro. Like, and you're treating them like this, and she's like She's a trash woman for standing by somebody doing that. She stood um, by and she let you 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 named that child
1: Brian and you knew them, you know? Like yeah. Yeah, that's I'm trash. A, yeah, yeah. I'm just I'm gonna I'm gonna swing on right on past that before I say some. Um, yeah, I ain't gonna do that. Anyway, yeah, I, I he, of, sh-
2: he deserves to get cussed out, like for
1: night nineties RB singers. Hmm. One of your favorites, Brian.
2: Okay. New edition. No. Oh.
1: One of the premier boy boy bands of the night. Ronnie, black Bobby, boy Ricky, the Mike.
2: Mm-hmm. Johnny.
1: They recently gave tribute to the Spinners during the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction. And as you know, we've talked about that before. The Spinners got in. Missy Elliott got in. She was um, introduced by the queen herself, Queen Latifah. Um, so well-deserving. First black woman hip-hop artist to ever get into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. So shout out to Big Missy deal. Big deal. Um, Elliott. She deserves. She absolutely oh, deserves. Um, but the... Um, New Edition was there. There mm-hmm. in, in red and black tuxedos. Um, uh-huh. singing tuxedos. And, and, and Bobby Brown sang. Um, Look at the Lord. Yeah. And he danced. He was oh. the most winded of the group. But he. One uh-huh. thing I love about Bobby is it is, it is his prerogative. <laughs> he didn't stop. You know, mm-hmm. he gave it his all. Ralph Transvant slid out. And the other thing I love about them, Brian, is that mm-hmm. all six of them were there. So mm-hmm. after this, they also announced that they're launching their own Las Vegas residency. New mm-hmm. edition will be in Las Vegas, have a residency there with all six members. Okay, um, god. Are you going to see them? I know how your household loves Bobby Brown and the new
2: edition. Uh <clears> it's <throat> it's on the radar. Okay. Um, the thing but the thing with that though, like so
1: it's like six and a possible. See what I did there?
2: Yeah, I see. I see it. I see it. Uh-huh. I see it. Um <laughs> I don't even know how to pay space,
3: though. Uh, <laughs> me either, really. I just know that's <laughs> what they be saying.
2: <laughs> um, So, it's on the radar. I think the yeah. tickets go on this week. Okay. So, part of me is thinking just go buy some tickets, right? Mm-hmm. And if I don't go, I just don't go. Um, and but it's They're going to sell. Like, go people yeah, going to go, go see new ideas. And that's the, problem why we, that's the problem with, like, a lot of the tickets. Because even with Usher, like, them is like, ridiculous. They was resale. Because you can't. And, and it's Las Vegas, man. I guess, like, you know, Las Vegas is cool, but, like. It's like it's it's it's, a lot, it's expensive to even get there, you know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna look at it. I might go and cop them in the joints just to see. Um, because of my love, my wife loves New Edition. Um, she really loves Bobby Brown, so I um, uh, might make it a thing. What about you? Um, I probably won't
0: apply. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, not apply. What am I talking about? I probably won't go get tickets Mm -hmm. my wife definitely ain't into new edition like that i like them but Mm -hmm. never enough to be like oh i want to see them in concert if i was invited like y'all say hey y'all want to come to vegas with us i'll go like as a a trip or a group but yeah i don't know that i have enough interest to like by myself
2: yeah be like
1: oh i'm gonna go pull up fly to vegas to see new edition
2: yeah yeah so yeah. and we've seen them a few times so yeah,
1: yeah, yeah i mean and i like them but they're just not one of my groups like that. no no I, 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 f- I get it yeah i feel like now if jodeci was still in good voice because <laughs> i don't know that i would pay to go see them by themselves these days mm-hmm, either mm-hmm. but if KC specifically was still in good voice mm-hmm. and man i got announced announce jodeci was going to giving us a red assist tour. I'm pulling up in a leather suit <laughs> with no shirt on, Reverend, mm-hmm. and yeah. I'm gonna and you drive me out to the desert of, of Nevada, and I'm gonna recreate one of the videos. And oh my, yeah, my reel is gonna be lit. You hear me? Yeah,
2: yeah, that would be actually pretty funny.
1: Yeah, yeah, that'll be amazing. But no, um, no, I, I think it's great. And if if I'm gonna say it this way though, because you know we, me and you both travel for work. Mm-hmm. Um, I got a couple of friends who are seriously dating. Um, some young women right now I'm thinking about proposing I've had conversations with them so if they decide to like bachelor parties in Vegas or something if I'm in Vegas mm-hmm. at the same time they're in residency I wouldn't like it, like, like, oh I'm here
2: yeah my, you know let's go
1: if, if the tickets are reasonable I'm here yeah. if I gotta sit
2: through if I gotta sit through a presentation about a timeshare to get them yeah. I'll sit through them. <laughs> I'll do that yeah. um, because, but yeah. it's, it's not gonna be Usher it's not gonna be like the tickets it ain't gonna be like People gonna go to go see New Edition, but I don't think it's gonna be like breaking down the door. Oh, like yeah. Like it with uh, uh, Silk Sonic and and Usher and some other artists. And the
1: other thing about it, too, it ain't gonna be our generation. It's gonna be our mama now, for real, because yeah. that was yeah. their boy band. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, we were babies when they were yeah. doing their thing. Yeah. Um, like,
2: they, yeah. I think their Home Again album, which was like one of their later albums, mm-hmm. came out in 96. Like, yeah, ninety six. I was seven. All
1: you, know what I'm there,
2: you know Any heartbreak came out in eighty eight. I am gonna say. Yeah, it was like, that late eight. They were like eighties, bro. Yeah, <laughs> like that was their. there was their breakout, not breakout album, but that was their. You know, their yeah. confessions was any heartbreak, and that mm-hmm. came out in eighty eight. Yeah. and and I was three. Like yeah. you know what I am saying? So I was still
1: floating around.
2: And just in JB sack.
1: Just, So oh, okay, okay. <laughs> All right. Well, if you looked at the title of today's episode,
2: you might be confused. You might be,
1: <laughs> but the quality of today's episode—oh is, yeah—is is, is is here. We have
3: yeah
1: R and B uh. subart, <laughs> Southern boy realness, mm-hmm. um, our cousin in church culture. Mm-hmm. Samo.
2: Yeah, eclectic,
1: eclectic, talented, Musical genius. gifted, anointed.
2: <laughs> Shatamamanda Woo! My God. <laughs> so grab your drinks, grab your snacks, your bread, your wine.
1: Your bread, your wine, your <laughs> crackers. <laughs> and allow me to introduce some and present to other. <laughs> None other than our speaker for the hour, <laughs> the Reverend Dr. Samo. He's joining us in the living room. Come on, y'all.
2: After the, after the choir has done an A&B selection. After the choir
1: has done an A&B selection. <laughs> when they say sing, sing, sing something else. Y'all are saying that every Sunday? <laughs> i'm sick of the old y'all say that every week (laughs) sing something else sing something else (laughs) brian come on let's go to the living room bro let's Uh, let's uh, let's do it. it
3: let's do it
2: all right puzzle pieces we are super excited like we said earlier we have a very special guest in the building um Oftentimes we have we have we have people on here that we you know friend of the podcast friend in real life. Uh, we do have people every once in a while that we are extreme fans of. Yeah. So we're trying not to fan out, but um, we have um, R&B singer, uh, church. We found out it's really churchy. Uh, we have Samo in the building. So before we get into that, uh, Samo, can you introduce yourself, and then we're going to play a game in a quick second.
3: Yeah, my name is um, Samo, and. I'm- me and my wife have a church out in D.C. Um, no, I sing R&B. <laughs> um, yeah, I sing. I write songs. I like to laugh and have a good time.
1: All right, that's what's up, right? All right. So, funny, real quick story, Samo. I was mm. at the um, Janelle Monet listening party in L.A. this summer. Okay, I came across you. I was a you know I was with the Lord's communion. You know, and I spoke Listen. real quick and kept it moving, but I was like, and it's just—it's a full moment for me right now mm-hmm. <laughs> to have that thing and to have you on the show. So super excited, wow. to have you, man. Yeah.
0: I'm
2: yeah. Glad
1: to be here. Yeah. Super excited.
2: Yeah. First time I saw y'all was on BT, and you were doing like a like a new artist showcase or something like that. BT mm-hmm. Awards or something like that. Um, mm-hmm. But um let's get into it. So um we have a game called Culture Code. Okay, it allows us to break the ice. Uh, and it's basically we ask questions, this or that, maybe finish a line here and there. Um, but oftentimes on shows like this, they're going to say, well, you know, whatever your answer is, we won't judge you. Uh, that's not true on this show. It's we will judge you, you based off, depending on the answer that yeah. you give. Um, so uh, it's going to be some this or that. Uh, are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. So we're going to do film, television, music, you know, finishing some lines. So we're going to start off with television, uh, living single or insecure.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Oh man, that's that's not that ain't right. It is right. <laughs> Cause I love both. of I'm going to go with living single because it's a part of my childhood.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay.
3: Okay. But I love insecure. Well, that's part of the reason why I moved to L.A. Really? Insecure is okay. reason
1: why you moved. Part of reason why you moved to L.A. Really?
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Why? Okay. What what about it?
3: I just wanted to ride around in Ubers after parties and just. <laughs> I wanted to be like, okay, I know I'm not. These people aren't real, but um, I can go make it kind of real mm. for me. I did the yeah. same thing with Brooklyn in New York. I was like, "Y'all, I'm gonna move to New York because of Brooklyn." But by the time I got there, the '70s had passed,
2: mm. <laughs> and, and gentrification <laughs> had been a thing.
3: Probably, story <laughs> yeah. wasn't there. So I, you know, okay.
2: <clears throat> but listen, the cinematography on Insecure it makes LA look it's like amazing. the most beautiful place in the world. It does. Um all right, so let's go music. Usher or Beyonce? Beyonce. Mm. Okay. That's was, that's was quick.
3: Mm-hmm. I love Usher though. This is like I do. But <laughs> I had to choose one. It's like and I went to her concert, guys. I was not summoned into the Illuminati. <laughs> In the world, no. You know, it, it happens, you know. Um,
2: all right. Uh, let's do this one. <clears throat> Boys the Men or Jodeci? No. Oh. Boys
3: the Men. Boy, oh. boy. okay.
2: okay.
0: Okay.
3: Okay. Y'all, just, right. hold on. I feel a little judgment. What's going on? There,
2: there is. I am a Jodeci stand.
3: <laughs> and you I'm a Boys the Men guy, though. It so was. This is where we we clash. But Joe. Boys the Men gave us let it snow. They gave us like they snow. did let it snow. Put on them sweaters, looking they like did car- let it snow.
1: But Jodeci was out in the desert
3: with bag waves asking
1: asking them to take their money, housing, and cars to so just want to get, you know. Yeah. It was just it was a different time. It was thug and be
2: Listen. Yeah. I I prefer the the big ballad. You know, I still uh what's the song? Um I'll make love to you, how it ends on that like climax and why just like how perfect that song is. He he's, he's it's a song about sex and he's climaxing like vocally. Like that's just how does it get any better than that? And it's written by Babyface. Like you know, have you not heard "Freaking You," Brian? It ain't it Jonathan? ain't touching. It's not touching uh, that though. Okay, not we're touching. not gonna
1: do we're not gonna battle because we got a guest in the room. We're not gonna do that. Okay, go All to right. the next
2: question. <laughs> All right, um, let's do food. Um, Thanksgiving is around the corner. One side <clears throat> must go: greens, mac and cheese, yams.
3: I'm gonna go with. Um, Mac and cheese. Only because everybody mac and cheese don't be good. Mm, that's, that's, fair. Green, that's fair. Candy yams, you can get away with that. Greens, if they ain't got no seasoning, just put a little bit of salt, it'd be all you can get through. But don't, that mac and cheese, when it's nasty, it's, it's nasty. No back. It's nasty.
2: That's, fair. Cool. that's fair. It'd be real nasty. Um, uh, one last one. We're going to do... Let's do music again. One album you cannot live without.
3: I'm going to go with Diddy Dirty Money. That was a solid record. Okay. Okay, that's okay. the
1: first time it's ever been said. We've had some consistent answers of some like, Miseducation of Lauryn Hill, Blueprint, things like that. Why Diddy Dirty Money?
3: <laughs> there's certain albums where I know as a a Black performer, a Black artist that I can do a ballad, I can sing gospel, I can sing R&B, but there's certain albums that allow me to see like, yo, I can do country. I can do um like alternative music, I can do rock. And that was one of the albums that changed my perspective on what I can do as a black man artistically. That was just one of them though. Okay.
2: Alright, what's what's another one just to throw it out there?
3: Yeah. Kanye West, AOX and Heartbreaks, <laughs> um, Kid Cody, like Man that on the Moon, um Toro imoy that's like super alternative. It's a black guy named Chad from South Carolina.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm.
3: But I definitely still love like all the classic albums like Lawn Hill. And, but I listen to everything though. So yeah, I got a lot of favorites.
2: Okay. 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 Um, all right. All right. All right. So let's get into it. Let's get into the conversation. Uh, do you want the right to into sure. Yeah, okay.
1: let's do it. So Samo... We know that you. Are, we found out officially that you're a little churchy, but there was a video on your IG. I think you were home. You were singing, "It will be okay," and I think your mom popped in. She's like, "You're doing too much. You got to do it like this." <laughs> and and at the end, she kind of went in, and she's like, "Hey," and I was like, "Ooh." And the way you didn't respond, I'm like, this is normal. These are normal church kid <laughs> and parent dynamics. And I love that so much. So tell us a little bit about your roots in the church. Um, Did you grow up singing in the
3: church? What What, what is their origin
2: story for you?
3: Yeah, I'm one of those people that did not have a choice. Yeah, okay. No. Understood, <laughs> understood. Well, I, I grew up Baptist, so I was at the courtly meetings on Saturday. Mm. On the district union, we're district union number three. I'm still okay. a member. <laughs> um, I was on the Usher board. When I went on the Usher board, I was singing. I've been singing since like four in the okay. choir. And we had like five different choirs and I was at all the rehearsals because my mom played the organ and my mm. grandmother was over the the mass choir. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. I knew how to harmonize real early on. My mama did not play with me at all. She always talked about me pronouncing my words. She was like Claire Huxtable, but mm. <laughs> Clare Huxtable that played the orc.
0: Okay,
1: okay, okay. I'm imagining that. Okay,
3: like we was in the projects, but she acted like we was in a Mm brownstone. We was in the projects though. No, okay. I hear you. Yeah, yeah. Good time. Um,
2: And I feel like we've all had a similar story. Um, My mom did not play music, but she was like in the drama. And she was the one that like gave out all the, the the speeches for Christmas and Easter and stuff like that, and yeah, uh, she gave me the, the the longest speeches, and she was rough mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. us. Um, yeah. So I understand the church the church life because same life. I was the youth president, so there was
1: no skipping any youth thing related. I Skip. didn't wasn't even in the choir first. Yeah, one no one, no thought I wasn't even in the choir, but I had to go to choir and anyway because she was there. Bro. So I had mm-hmm.
3: to sit in the back and do homework. <laughs> My mom not only played for our church, but she played for other churches. I joined their mm-hmm. choirs too. <laughs> it's like you was just singing. <laughs> you was just out here as Me a kid on it. church tours. When yeah. I go home, I know everybody. Because they're like, yeah, you used to sing over there at Shopper Chapel too. Yeah, you over mm-hmm. there, Evening Light. Everybody church.
2: Mm, that's a good church name. Barnes Chapel. That's, that's, that's a good church and,
3: Evening Light. Cause you gotta be light in the name.
2: darkness, right? That thing <laughs> just
3: hit me. Mount Cabot, <laughs> Mount Mount. That's a Mount strong Cambridge church name. Before, uh, the pastor used to be Oscar Pender. Right,
1: it gets <laughs> better <laughs> now, the more
3: details you give me. I got your traditional. Ch- <laughs> <church>. <laughs> was he? Was he Reverend Doctor? I think he was a Reverend. No, he was on Bishop. He was Bishop. Okay. I gotta okay, call I my homeboy. He was,
2: if he was rapping Dr. Pender, I'd have he been was Dr. Just... Pender at Mount even like, whew.
3: Now the pastor is on um, Katie Farmer, Pastor Katie Farmer. Okay, That's still strong okay. So okay, I just want out there, just, it's Miss Katie See this? because she made real good um, cheesecake. So I want to be able to get the cheesecake from like But right, anyway, and what, and what town, town is
2: this? What town is this?
3: Man, this is one of the greatest cities in the world. Um, Wilson, North Carolina. Okay, all right. Y'all ain't never heard so, of it. Um, I've heard of it. You know,
2: you know. No, you're you're you born in Wilson. Me? Well, Doing yeah. my research. You're born in you're born in Wilson, right? But you also lived in New York. So what I was did. what was the transition? And what was also let's speak about transitions in general, like right? life transition, we transition yeah. in life. So you made mm-hmm. a, a jump from country boy to the city, city man, city boy, right? Also, you went from sacred, in essence, sacred music, off music, to secular. What were those transitions like for you?
3: Um, when I went to New York, I moved with $40. I was mm-hmm. crazy. I took the Chinese bus mm. from Virginia to New York. Um, mm. I don't even know how I got, how I did it, but I just know I, I was focused. It was a culture shock, you know, because Wilson, North Carolina is very chill. Everything mm. is the same We eat the same food. And when I got to New York, I saw so many different types of people in general. Then it was so many different types of black people. It was like Haitians, Jamaicans, um, Dominicans. So I was confused for a long time. But they <laughs> knew exactly who I was. They knew where I was from. They, everybody thought I was from Texas because of my accent. Oh,
0: mm-hmm.
3: And with the music, my mom just wanted to make sure I didn't get on uh, crack cocaine.
1: That's a fair concern. Yeah. It's That's not funny, but it's about.
3: funny. Yeah. yeah. Like, I remember the first time I was like, yo. Well, I didn't say yo to her, but I was like, hey mom about to, I got to sing tonight. And she was like, Oh, what church? And I was like, I'm going <clears throat> to sing at this place called um Zodicos in Raleigh. Raleigh is the mm-hmm. bigger city where we're the big city. Raleigh yeah. is like New York to her. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, I know. She was like, um, what's what's Zodico? What's a Zodico? And I was like, Y'all, oh, it's like a um like a lounge. I ain't wanna say club. <laughs> 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 she was like making something in the kitchen and she like put the stuff down and she looked at me, she said, No child of mine is about to end up on cocaine. <laughs> That's not funny, but it is. I was like, whoa. <laughs> Man. I said, I'm going to sing Love by Music Soul Child. Oh, I'm not doing lines. <laughs> you know. <laughs> when I come home, now, <laughs> should just check my skin out to make sure that my black ain't cracked. Yeah, make sure. You know, I've been, sure. you know. <clears throat> Put out the flashlight, checking out your pupils. Make sure they ain't yeah. <laughs> Let me see your pores. Let me see your pores. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Come here. It? Mm-hmm. I'm going to automatically
2: mm-hmm. crack it. I like just automatically.
3: You
1: know, ah, <laughs> that brings me so much joy. It's the care that's in there.
3: <laughs> went, went straight to the thing. I was like.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's, she skipped a few things, but she went. If right. I can get you off the extreme,
2: I can make <laughs> just, sure. Strong, strong out, just all right. I can make sure. Jesus
3: can make sure. Make sure. So she, you know, they got a parents got a way of putting that, not fear, <gasps> but just that. Ah, on yeah. You, Why oh. I get on quick that fast? She
1: was like, when they, when they do, when they do, when they do the behind the scenes, this won't be a part of your
2: story. <laughs> it won't be a part of your story. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh man. <laughs> we out. Oh <laughs> go out over there. He is, he is go out. It's just the extreme. Like you it's go sing so in the club and your arm back gonna turn to Bobby Brown. Like it's just no. There's no. But listen, Brad,
1: do you do remember <laughs> do you remember Helen Baylor's testimony?
3: She started singing in the, in the, the club.
1: <laughs> and her body <laughs> functions just started going. I'm like.
3: Mom, that's what Mama only... heard. She heard Helen's
1: testimony in her head when you said she was going to that club.
3: Well, I look, Mom. I've never done crack or cocaine or anything. <laughs> it's good, you made it. Oh, I made it.
2: Oh, oh my gosh. Okay, all right, all right. Um, so within that, like as far as you're transitioning to from from secular to sacred or sacred sacred to secular, um, how? How's your faith within that this process? Being in different mm. places, being in the music industry, being a major artist, uh, being on major platforms. How's your faith affected your your journey?
3: It just keeps me grounded, you know. I love mm. having an anchor to God, mm. and I think a lot of um, I'm inspired by a lot of other R&B artists who, and um, well, not just artists in general, because I think I surpassed being R&B. Um, they won't say anything about their faith at all. Whereas I'm just, I'll be talking about everything because God is. Yeah. Mm, Simple yeah. As that. I don't say that to make um, Christians more comfortable with listening to my music. It's just like, no, it's just how I talk with my friends. And so I'm going to talk like this when I speak. You um, know, people make such a big deal out of it. Um, like, oh man, I seen you at church. I'm just like, Don't <laughs> but um, everybody does not And I guess because things that are being promoted um, to the world that they're just shocked that somebody who makes music like I make that I will still be spiritually aware. So I'm very spiritually aware. Mm-hmm. And
1: you just talked about pulling, being inspired by other artists. One two-part question. What do you pull overall inspiration from? When okay, you're getting well, ready to do? It. my dad when you're getting is my, re-
0: my <laughs> <dad>. No, <Thank laughs> you're, <good.
1: laughs> you're good. You're good. When you're getting ready to write or step in the studio, what do you pull inspirations from? And who are some of those artists, R&B or whatever, right? that really hit home for you?
3: Um. So when I go to write, I write from real experiences sometimes. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't have to be my experience at this point. Um. So I get with my friends, we'll be talking or something. I was like, "Mm, "That'd be a good song." "Mm, Somebody need to hear that. And um, Mm -hmm. yeah, it just happens like that. I really love making music, so I'm always, I'm basically always working without even trying. Um, a few artists that have inspired me, like Whitney Houston, Mm -hmm. um, Daryl Coley. Mm. Um, mm. Um, Dawkins and Dawkins, a lot of gospel because yeah. um, they be singing for real.
0: <laughs>
3: and so when I when I came through, I was like, yo, I want to sing for real. I have a friend named um, Angel Chisholm, and I played her my first project ever. Everybody else liked it.
1: Angel Chisholm oh. from... The
3: woman with Jackie, of Jackie Clark. Clark Chisholm? Yeah, Jackie Clark Chisholm' daughter.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: Um, and so I've been friends with Angel before any of this Samoa stuff. Mm-hmm. And so, um, yeah. Well, I, first of all, I want to say I, when I met her, I expected her to have on a long gown with sequence. Sanctified. <laughs> <laughs> She's going to scream. <laughs> She's going to scream when she sees it. I thought she was going to have on a long gown with security. And she walked in with Chuck Taylors in a T-shirt and some blue jeans. I was confused because in my mind, I'm still seeing the Clark sisters at the Grammys when they performed with Maddie Moss Clark.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But no,
3: she didn't have on a gown. Um, I was disappointed. <laughs> I feel like she should have that. But um, she told me that she told me that my music, basically, it sucked. And because I wasn't singing, because I was trying to be. What I felt I should have been musically. Mm-hmm. And so after that, uh, I went back to the drawing board and I was like, yo, whatever type of music I make, I'm going to make sure I'm singing. Mm-hmm. You know, so I'm giving like mm-hmm. vocals. So I just started singing. And I was inspired when Aretha Franklin passed away too. I was like, hey, who's going to sing? <clears throat> like, so yeah. I love it. Uh, So, so are, I guess, we go up for
1: Maddie's girls yeah. on this show. We are unapologetically
2: love Who Who's y'all favorite
3: on um, Clark?
2: Dorinda Clark Cole. Dorinda. It's not even close.
3: Wow. It's not even close. <laughs> it's not close. Can y'all I guess I love all of them. Can you guess who's nice. my favorite? Jackie. Love our Jackie. But no. Okay. Is it Dorinda Twinkie? as well? It's Dorinda. Is Dorinda's yeah. okay. My mama loves my mama love Twinkie because of the organ. It's just Dorinda got that. It's something on there. It just it's <laughs> that reach in it. It just it's something different. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. seasoned. It's like a
2: it's like a cast iron mm-hmm. skillet voice. It's as the seasoning in it. And I feel like she can do and it keeps getting, she can do all the things. Right. She can sing soft. And like, but then she can also give you the the big notes and give you the the preach, and she can uh, mm-hmm. take a a song and drive it. And whew, yeah, Dorinda, oh Dorinda
1: Grace Clark Cole, this, this is this
2: is Dorinda's Stan account.
1: Really
3: is. Oh, me too. She follow me on Instagram. Does she? It's probably her daughter. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, either either I, way, you got the official follow. <laughs> I've, Listen. When I knew I was like, "You better tell me nothing." I was like, "Okay, I can sing." Okay, (laughs) but I love Jackie. I love. I call them aunt. They don't know this. I I haven't. I met Karen. Um, but I love Jackie's like the undertone, and I agree that Jackie is the heartbeat of the group. She keep like she just she is versatility. Like she can do it all with them. Don't sleep on Jackie Clark. Chill.
1: We do not. Mm-mm. I've said it several times. And I'll keep saying that she is my Anita Baker of gospel music. And I love her so much.
3: And I love uh, Karen. First lady <laughs> of the um, universe. Um, yes. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Love them.
2: Yeah. Speaking of major artists. Okay. Um, another stand account that exists here. Is John P. K. Mm-hmm. Is where John P. K. Stand account on this podcast, and we are P. J. Morton standing count on this podcast. You have songs with both of these artists, right? So you're well respected within the industry. How does it feel being respected and embraced by other major artists, uh, and allowing them to I guess, to see your gift and then to want to partner
3: up with you? Coming from Wilson, North Carolina, I <clears> just <throat> got to the place where I'm like, okay, I'm a for real artist. Like really? I can walk in a room, especially moving to LA. Mm-hmm. I was living in Charlotte before I moved to LA. You know, mm-hmm. in Charlotte, you can go to Publix, Piggly Wiggly, <laughs> Food line. Yeah. and I would get stopped by people all the time. But when I moved to LA, it's different because everybody do something.
0: Mm-hmm. So
3: I would be waiting in certain lines <clears> to get <throat> into places and people mm-hmm. will walk by with their entourage. And they'll be like, yo, what you doing in this line? Like, come on. Like, you could just walk up to mm-hmm. the front and they'd be telling me like, yo, just, just go to the the Soul Train Award. They'll let you in. I'm like, y'all, you gotta have a ticket. Just <laughs> <laughs> go to be the big Awards. You some more. I'm like, y'all, you gotta have a ticket. And I'm more so like, uh-uh, I ain't about to be outside with my phone like this, trying to call my people. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. They said, Luke James told me I could just get in. Uh, uh-uh, uh, no. <laughs> so there is a certain um power that comes with it. I just don't want to mm-hmm. abuse mine. Yeah, you know. So, but it feel good to have a you know PJ Morton hit me up and ask me to be on a song. Cause I'm like, yo, this is PJ Morton. He was signing young money. Like, what's up? Mm-hmm. You know.
0: Yeah, so.
1: and y'all niggas killed that song. Thank you.
3: Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Yeah. Like, I don't
1: even know if killed was, I it's how to get away with murder is a, is a thing, because that thing, it just rises. that better benediction. Um, speaking of songs, mm-hmm. I'm going to flip it a little bit. You have a song, Yellow Diamonds. Yeah. You talk about all these variations of the type of nigga you are. It's my kind of... It's my kind of affirmation yeah, music. Yeah, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. <laughs> let's talk. Let's talk about that. One. Let's talk about the info behind that. Has Mama heard that one
3: yet? Did she flip out? Does
1: Mama listen to the music? My mama. All don't the questions know. here.
3: Yeah, my mama don't. My mama don't know what's going on for real. I, okay. She caught on. <laughs> she caught on with one of her friends on Facebook told her about um. He got a song called um. I ain't Jesus. I, was like, I ain't Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I said, you th- you're talking about I'm not God. And she was like, yeah. Woo. <laughs> Lord, I'm telling you, God is working through you. you reach reaching people. I, I, I know what you're doing. I know what you're doing. <laughs> I know what you're doing. You letting God use you over
1: there.
0: Yeah.
1: That's how she know the crack didn't infiltrate.
3: Because well, God I'm is listening. still using you. Yes, <laughs> she man. was praying. She was yeah. praying. So she just caught on maybe like a year ago. Like, okay. oh, wait, this nigga, this Negro is actually popular. What's going on? We was walking in a mall mm-hmm. in Raleigh, you know, that's our New York. Yep. yep. And somebody stopped and asked me for a picture. And I saw her over there looking, then like two more people stopped. So after a while, she's taking pictures of me taking pictures with the fans. Mm-hmm. So I was like, mom, you can't. You can't be asking the people. Y'all wait, y'all wait right. I said, We don't know these people, mama. <laughs> uh, okay, they nice folk. So pray for her. Uh, yeah. The yeah. Finally we we are. To know.
2: <laughs> sometimes you got to parent your parents. Cause they don't yeah, be dumb sometimes. Yes. The We're don't definitely
1: know. in that space. We're definitely yeah. in that space. They don't. Know. The, yellow
3: dinosaurs, dinosaurs, the yellow guys. The yellow guys. The ISPO. No, nah, she ain't heard that one, I don't think. I hope not. Okay. Um, that ain't for her. That ain't for her. Yeah, gotcha. you. Um, but the inspo was just me. When I first moved to New York, mm-hmm. I was um, told that people think country people are stupid or like they slow. Mm. Like, we might be slow a little bit. Not slow in the head, but how we move. But mm-hmm. That was just my declaration uh, for myself and for my country folk, like, no, we bought it. We own businesses, you know. what I'm saying yeah. we can hang with the best of them. Yeah, I don't. There was no country song like that, not in R&B or the singing world. Mm-hmm. For us, it was in rap for sure. Yeah, for sure. So, and I'm, I'm I'm from Memphis, so it resonates. It hit. Oh it yeah, hit home. okay. Yeah. So you know how to fight. Yeah. Oh um, <laughs> <laughs> um, Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I just wanted something that was for us, by us. You know, yeah.
1: We love a poodoo situation. Listen, yeah. I know how to fight. Yeah, you You gotta. You might have to defend yourself where I'm from. You mm. know, every now and again. Yeah, yeah Memphis ain't no joke. Mm-hmm.
3: The food mm-hmm. good. It is. Yeah. I can't wait to get back there for
1: Thanksgiving to eat. Mm. My God, after Thanksgiving service
3: because we go to church. Oh, okay. Thanksgiving morning. Like we have yeah. turkey bowl where we at. Where we have prayer, and choir,
1: <laughs> and preaching, <laughs> and all the things <laughs> for a good two hours. Wow! Before <laughs> yeah. y'all eat. At ten a. Service starts at ten a. M. Every Thanksgiving morning. Wow. Yeah. When I go okay. back home to Memphis, that's how it is. This mm. it is literally holiness or nothing for them. I, I grew up coaching, but we both did.
0: So,
1: yeah.
3: Oh, wow, y'all, Koji, Church of God in
1: Christ,
2: God mm-hmm. bless y'all. hmm Bless us. Mm-hmm. I'm once we removed survived. these days,
1: but we grew
3: up Koji. I yeah. always mess with my Koji friends and be like, you know, if it wasn't for us Baptists, there would be no you. Uh, <laughs> you know, you know, know thank God for
1: us. There's <laughs> some historical truth in that. I ain't going to even mm-hmm. hold
3: you. <laughs> <laughs> they get mad every time. I don't care. <laughs> Yeah. And I'm gonna still go to Ames. You're
2: gonna still go to the Ames. You gotta put the and S on again. it. Yeah. <clears throat> well listen, convocation is this week. So come on to Memphis uh and, and be with the Saints. Wow. And see Dorinda. The preach, I think the preaching. So
3: Word. so yeah, I think see, she this preaching. Is why people this is why people always ask me to do a gospel album. I know too much about church. They be like, You need to just go, you need to just go in and come on back over. I said, I ain't went nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, since we make a request, Brian and I
1: have put oh, out a request from yes. a few artists because mm-hmm. I think it is time now. We love our classic, Christmas albums; Yes. They are mm-hmm. forever. Mm-hmm. But we need we need some new ones in the rotation. So since the requests are being put out, we're putting hours out right here live. If you ever feel the jingle bell and you just want to get behind the mic and tell us about a midnight clear, or how the chestnuts are roasting on an open fire. Or well, the silver bells you know. <laughs> <laughs> let us know. We right here. We love, right. it. We love it. I love. It. I've been playing Christmas music since October 1. So we need some good. And we don't stuff.
2: need any original music. It doesn't have to be original Christmas music. You it can redo be all the Your rendition of Silent Night. You know. That's, Unless just... you
1: want to do a yellow diamonds version about Santa Claus. Because I can see how that's a real nigga. Santa Claus is a G to be able to do that. You know what I'm saying? If one, it comes with the power of the Holy Ghost. It's the way those gifts are getting delivered all over the world. Santa is one of the unspoken disciples. I, it ain't biblical, but I believe it. So if you just kind of wanna...
3: You know, it's always been in the talks of like, <laughs> when I'm gonna do this Christmas EP or album. Like yeah. every mm-hmm. year, it just, it just, it it just, catch me. I just can never like, now I'm about to drop an album Yes, and I, I w- actually was going to do a Christmas album this year, okay. but my album got pushed back. So mm-hmm. okay, yeah. and
2: day. I was just just about to say that we speaking of music, mm-hmm. album's about to drop. Yep. By the time mm-hmm. people are listening to this, it would be the the tenth of the tenth as well. That's Friday, Saturday, Monday. I'm not good with Friday. Days. What's Friday? So Friday. by the time people are listening to this, you only got to wait a day. New album, or more is dropping. For those that aren't bilingual, more, is a love in Espanol. Um, new music, new inspiration. Tell us how you feel about the new album. Uh, how long did it take you to, to process it, to create it? Uh, any, um, any, any thoughts on the new album?
3: Yeah. I think this is some of my best work to date. Now, a lot of people are going to be like, no, nah, your exit album is the best. But I'm like, y'all, I'm still kind of new give me a chance. Um yeah, it's no breakup songs on this album. Okay. Um, I'm not welling on this album. You know,
0: God, keep me out of this relationship. It's
3: none of that. <laughs> Cuz at a certain point we have to move forward. Going <clears throat> you know, in stuff because they just keep staying in the same stuff and I don't want that mm-hmm. for my life. So yeah. I put out what I wanted and I really love this album. I almost didn't put it out because it's so different from what I put out before. And I was like, no, people want me to do this. And I was like, I'm forgetting about me.
0: Mm.
3: So once I um, was reminded of why I started doing this in the first place, um, I was like, yeah, I'm gonna put this body to work out. And I really love it. And I know- Fans are going to love it. So what song are you most excited about from this album? Easy. Okay. It's a song called Easy. It's fire. Um, It's like mid-tempo. Okay. So the tempos are different. So whatever tempos you're used to getting from me, mm-hmm. you're not getting at this time. At okay. So, Got you. Okay. I I'm I'm love it. I'm, I'm Is not there like,
1: a tour listen, coming after the drop of this
0: album?
3: Wait, say that again? Is
1: there a tour coming after the drop of this album?
3: Yes. Okay, that's what we need to know.
0: That's what yeah. we
1: need to know. Do you already have There's the no dates set out, or? Right, and if it's a standing room only venue, because I need my I need my slides, because I made that mistake with PJ one time. No
3: feet was hurt. I enjoyed just, it. They think you just sit down at PJ Morton's show. No, it's dancing that go on, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. running around. You know. mm-hmm. My show mm-hmm. is definitely. Um, <clears throat> I feel like my show is. I don't have a lot of footage out of how my shows are. But okay. you definitely need some um like orthopedic shoes for my show got you it's a lot of okay. jumping a lot of mm. hype I got still you. sing but it's like it's just very active
1: no we love a crowd engagement yeah. we love yeah. a crowd
2: engagement okay and, and we enjoy singing so if you're as long as you as long as you're singing yeah that is me um live band sing singing it. just mm-hmm. just singing Mike Mike on. Mm-hmm.
3: My mic is Michael on. One. I don't do the um <clears throat> the auto tune stuff.
1: Mm-hmm. We love that. Yeah, and yeah. we gonna sing right there Come. with you, Wow. because
2: we Are you coming to Atlanta? That's what we need to know. Too <clears throat> people have been people skip over Atlanta, and you know it hurts our feelings.
3: I can never skip over Atlanta. Atlanta go. has been very good to me. There we go. Yeah. Okay. There we go. You heard, so of, Brian, we heard it we first, and and We in
2: there, we'll Brian. We'll be there. We'll be there, with our orthopedic yeah, shoes yeah. on, singing to the top of our lungs. Yeah,
1: and I'll make sure my wife can have on some um, stockings with her, um, with her new balances. Yeah. So it's just you know, keep it holy, keep it you know all
3: that kind of stuff. Whatever you got to do. Long gown with
2: sequence. <laughs> long gown with yeah. sequence.
3: I make sure angels there. <laughs> long Chuck Taylors. Chuck Taylors. For her t- <laughs> t- we love that.
1: So, let's pivot a little bit. You you are an R&B, but you have a, an eclectic sound, right? Stepping back just from a listener, there's a lot of conversations about where R&B is, whether it's dead, how it has evolved, what's it changed. What is your perspective? Do you believe R&B is dead? Probably. Absolutely. I believe the answer is no. But what do you like what is your thoughts around the evolution of where R&B has grown to today?
3: I think everything has its time. Sure. Um, and I think it was just time for hip hop. Hip hop is it's only 50 years old. Mm-hmm. So that's fairly young for a new genre. And it was hip hop's time to be more popular than any other genre. Yeah. And R&B, you know, with the way the culture was shifting and changing, um, and it started with what you said earlier, like Thug and B.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
3: So the beats got way more hip hop. And so you got more people rapping than singing. You got some singers who don't even sing no more. They just rap because it's popular, it's cool. I've even rapped on some records because that's the era that I grew up in. Um, I don't think R&B is dead. I just think other stuff is was more popular at the time. But I think it's coming back to be more popular because we needed a balance and frequency. Everything can't mm. be, you know what I'm saying? I was going to say something crazy.
2: Say it. Sorry. <laughs> why,
3: um, <laughs> everything can be shoot, 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 you know, six, six, six. is like, that's such mm. a, like, that's, that's such a vibration. It's like, you can't do that all the time. Sometimes you want to listen to some lo-fi music yeah. or gospel. Or something that's not talking about that. I can't do... My mama used to say, too much of anything ain't good. So, mm-hmm. me personally, I I need a balance. So, that's why music sounds the way it does. We get yeah. a bit of everything. Because that's who I am as a person.
2: Yeah, and, and I think that's a fair assumption because I feel like, we have balanced lives, and I think Chris, Josh and I talk about it on the podcast. I'm talking about duality, and we have different lives, different perspectives, and we may be feeling something on a Monday, and I'd be the same, feeling the same way on a Tuesday. So I feel like that balance in right. music and genre and, uh, and having that eclectic sound I think is important and necessary uh, when it seems like we're hearing, and I'm not dissing music, but it's like we're hearing the same song all day turn on the radio. It's the same song all day You put on Apple Man. music and it, let it play just current music. It sounds like it's the same song, like all day, kind of like go-go music or like uh, where you, it's just same tempo, but mm-hmm. it just feels like everything is that same, same song. So I'm, I'm glad that we have artists like yourself. I think we had a, a, a episode like two years ago when we talked about R and B or this, uh, the next generation of singers uh, and yeah. we added you and like Lucky Day and her into some a group of people. We felt like the the industry is in good hands because they're going to continue to give us quality music. Is yeah. not going to be the traditional sound that we've heard uh, for the last like <laughs> five or six years or so. It's going to be good quality music, feel good, give us emotions, do all the things we can. You know, have children to it, but also we can have a good time. We can vibe. I have a nice little housewarming party to it. All the kind of stuff uh, that um, I feel like, you know, my favorite artist music, Soul kind of gave us that everything, uh, every, like basically a song for everything that goes on in our life. So, I'm going to give you kudos to that. Um, speaking about vibes, right?
3: Hold oh, no, on, I want to say um, something about the piggyback. Go for conference. it. Yeah. There is a cost that comes uh, with that for artists who are not doing the same thing that's happening right now. yeah. Mm-hmm. It hits us financially. It affects the way we tour. Mm. Um, it affects our resources. So mm. I would say to anybody that has an artist that they love and they're like, yo, that's so different. If you're not purchasing their stuff, you're not buying the album. If you're not mm. buying the merch, um, they will wither away because we make music, but if don't nobody buy it, if don't nobody buy the merch, it's like how y'all expect us to, you know, continue going, especially if this is what we do full time. And a lot of people won't speak on it, but if you're independent, I pay for everything, and I mean everything. Mm-hmm. So how I've been keeping afloat is because I have fans who consistently listen to the music. Um, but before that, I had a job, and a lot of artists have jobs. And they go, yo, where they been at? It's been a year. Yeah, they've been saving up their money for a year to then make a project, then to put mm. it out. So it's a whole process. Then you got to deal with different producers and everything. It's stressful, and sometimes I'll be like, yo, I should have became a damn electrician.
0: Mm.
1: So what is your motivation beyond? Is it is it just you love the music that much, that you stay in it despite the cost?
3: You know, a lot of people love it, but yeah. the difference between cool and just loving it is I, I'm called to do this. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, um, and I answer the call. So I understand the bigger picture and I understand there's going to be adversity. Yeah. Um, but I also make sure I have fun doing this because if it's just business, if it's just about getting popular, that's why we see so many people just give up, and they just be doing something else. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm. Mm-hmm. No,
3: I feel that.
2: So, I do have a question. Like a follow that. Follow it. So, do you do you feel the need sometimes to kind of do the popular music in that sense? Because you say that it, it, it kind of comes at a cost. <clears throat> but have you seen mm. the benefits to say, hey, you know what? Let me just try to do probably what I don't want to do, but I feel like it can probably widen my horizons or my fan base and probably give me some more engagement have you thought about that or
3: considered it absolutely not no i make what i want to make and thank Mm. god Love i love it um, so i thank god i got fans that understand that and supporters that understand that again i listen to everything so you're going to hear everything from me at some point Mm
1: -hmm. speaking of listening to everything Right, mm-hmm. um, I know me and Brian are big on self-care, right? And often self-care days, moments, whatever, comes with a soundtrack, right? What does Samote do for self-care and how has music played a part in that type of, that one type of therapy
3: for you? Yeah. <clears throat> I, um, when I wake up in the morning, my self-care starts immediately, like I'll pray. I'm supposed to get on my knees and pray, but sometimes I'll be like, Lord, I'm gonna just i right back and just pray. Um, i drink water. That's the first thing I put inside of my body. And I'll read something, whether it's like uh, scripture or my cousin. I got a cousin named BJ. He always sends me like a uh, motivational quote. Yeah. Um. Then I'll work out, but I'm always listening to like ambient music mm-hmm. for the most part. Um, okay. <coughs> That, that just keeps me aligned. I listen to a song that just feeds my soul. It has nothing to do with what I do career wise. Um, before I even speak to anybody, I do all of that. Yeah, no, we love that. What's what's
1: one song that feeds your soul? It just makes you immediately joyful.
3: Turns the lights on for you. Um, <clears throat> um, what's the, my um? You are not gone. You're not gone. You always call. Thing is, Robert Glasper and Jim Scott. You have somewhere to That joint. Um, and lately, oh, he got the hands up. <laughs> <laughs> just, just because you can,
1: the, the, the mic is yours. You can do an A, a selection if you need to. That's space.
3: Oh. A and
2: B. We can stay here all day.
3: <laughs> oh, um, my boy Chandler, he got this song called. Um, it's Sarah Jakes Roberts and Chandler Moore's on um, on time God, you love the impossible. On time God,
0: you My love too
3: miracles. You never give up, you never too late. Nothing's too far gone for the on time God. You always show up. I just feel like this song is so like it's so well written, but it's yeah. also like whoever wrote this. Knows this, mm-hmm. and they want other people to know it.
1: Me and Brian say that. I'm so glad you said that. We say that so much that there was some. There are certain something about certain songs, some artists, right? But you could just know this was this was written from a very experienced place. Um, <clears throat> and I say this a lot about one of our legends, Miss uh, Gladys Knight. The way she sings those songs, she loved those. That Midnight Train to Georgia, L.A. Was too much for the man? (laughs) Woo. And despite all that, she she said, but I'm going to get on that train with you. When Anita Baker starts off with all my heart, with I love you, babe, sweet love, something about Auntie Anita just wakes me up every single time. Kirk Franklin is my all-time favorite artist. So I can press play on almost anything except that 1NC album, Kirk, I'm so sorry. But outside of that, everything, I know, the 1NC, (laughs) but I can't. That's the one that- Hold on.
0: (laughs)
3: <laughs> oh, oh, that's the one. I just you're not you not about to do Candy them like that. you well, about... I love Candy.
1: Candy West. Me and Candy. We know each other actually. She. I love Candy, but that particular album. You know, nigga, is you crazy? It, I might be, but it wasn't the chicken noodle soup of the soul for me. And <laughs> go ahead, go
3: ahead. We we got to talk after this. I got talk after
1: this. We can talk after this for sure.
3: I am offended, and I was a child when it came out. I was too. I was I had, too. I had nothing to do with that album, and I'm just a fan. Me either. And you know, but
1: anyway, we <laughs> we all. So I'm, I love that because there's so much. The songs hit better. We can have. We can talk about it right now. Actually, you want to? Oh, let's do it. <laughs>
3: when we fall, there are angels there to catch <laughs> when you
0: fall.
1: What? Yeah. yeah. No. It's it's not. Let me let me do this. It's not bad music. Okay. I'm never intentionally playing the one in Seattle. I'm never like going into my library, digging it through my crates to pull that one out. That's all. It's not bad though. If you played it today, I'd be like, okay, I'll tap my toe a little bit, but in the words of Little Richie, it's not gonna shoot up in my boot, but I'll tap my toe. You see what I'm saying? So
0: yeah, you know.
3: Okay. I have accepted that someone isn't like ah crazy about the one in Seattle. I'm I'm okay. I okay. just accepted it. Okay. We can move on with the interview. I'm good. <laughs>
1: okay. My favorite Kirk <laughs> album, though, I don't know if this will help or not, is Hero. Uh, I love all of them. But yeah, you
3: are the hero. And Dorinda's
1: on that title yeah. track. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, <clears throat> she, drives she drives it. But that album, top to bottom, is just so. It's, it's just, he got Stevie Wonder on there. It's just Yolanda.
3: He got, I mean, it's just, it is a beautiful body of work.
1: Kurt oh, Franklin. This one is good
3: too yeah Kirk Franklin is special for sure A-D. yeah A-D. he's he just got A-D. it and yeah. I love the fact that he'll do a performance and he doesn't sing a lick
0: <laughs> <laughs> mm,
3: he do, James Brown around the stage yes with, with a pair of shoes on that I wish was my size um <laughs> and we all just sing the songs to him. Mm-hmm. He's winning. Yeah, unless so you go yeah. back to
1: ninety-four on the What You're Looking For album, he did Song for Mama. Now he'll say he might see her. he sang that one. Yeah. But I think he stopped after that. And that's okay. Because okay. we still gonna we gonna rock with him and all and all his background singers. Yeah, where he's, are my background singers? We're gonna rock with all of them. Yeah. And yeah, I love Kurt Franklin. He's my goat.
2: <clears throat> he um, sang lead on uh Joy at one point, didn't he? With Georgia Masquire. That's not him.
1: It, it, you know, he's in there at the end. <clears throat> mm. He jumps in there late in the midnight hour. That's not well, him. That's not quite him mm. on that part. Mm. But I know, I know what you. I know what part you're talking
3: about. Oh. Oh. Kurt Franklin is one of the um, the artists that I wanted to sing. I used to want to be a professional background singer.
0: Mm. And
3: Kurt Franklin, I was like, yo, I got to sing background with Kurt. It never happened. I ended up being mm. a solo artist. but it was Kurt Franklin, Fred Hammond, and then when Ty Tribbett came out,
2: mm. he was game changer.
3: I wore bow ties to, to school. I was manifesting. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> Not knowing that mm. they was all like Friends, GA, and all them, but I'm still a Ty Tribbett, GA, and sound check stand to this day. Yeah. Uh, Ty Tribbett. Ty Tribbett,
2: man. I always I, I wanted John drop to shout my name out on the song. Like Brian, I see you. That was like mine. <laughs> he, I want that in yeah. my life. Mm. If you if love. your city or your name gets shot out by
1: Jumpy Key, you're
2: special.
3: Yeah. I love it. Hey. Um, Favorite jumpy key song. Um mighty God. Uh, show, up. Show, up.
0: Up. Yeah. show up. Yeah. On
3: time.
0: Yeah. On time.
3: I love that. You mm.
2: know
3: the lady that sings with him that with the Gap, and she got like gray hair now. She's dark skinned lady. She's on all the CD covers.
2: Oh, what is her name? Because I see her face.
3: She's like his right hand.
2: He shouts her out like on every song.
3: Not Sheila. Yeah,
1: I know we're talking about
3: Sheila. But y'all know Sheila, right? there sing with him
1: hmm I know what you're talking
3: about. Yep. yep. It's not Sheila. It's the other lady. I forget her name, but she picked me up from the airport and I could not hold it, man. I was like, I just wanna say I can't believe I'm riding the call with you. Because I'm a detail I'm a detailed kid. Like okay. whoever was a part, I'm like, yo, you held the lights on that project. That was crazy. Um, And so she was looking at me like, Boy, you was crazy. I seen <laughs> like, you. are were part of my my childhood. I remember seeing you like, My mama got a gap. You got a gap. I just felt like. <laughs> and she was like, Well, she didn't even know how to say things. She was like, Well, thank you. And then when I walked into church and I seen Sheila, I was like, oh, That's Sheila for the John She Key album. She worked at the church. It's crazy. Yeah. Mm. That's what's up. Would Bad. you ever feature
1: yeah. your mom on a song?
3: Yeah, I would. Okay. My mom can actually sing.
0: Yeah.
3: Yeah. I would. I think I, uh, I'm gonna do something with my whole family. Okay. Do a song with them.
1: Okay. Listen. All
3: right. I, got that would that would definitely probably have to be like I would do a gospel song with my mama. Mm. Okay. Yeah.
0: Mm.
2: I think that would, um, that I, would I would listen to that. I feel like it would be real good in churchy. Yeah, for yeah,
0: sure.
2: I w- Quick question um, before we all go right. to our last culture code: introspective. Uh, when it's all said and done, what do you want people to say about
3: you, your life, and your music? Um, I always say that I'm a much better um friend than I am artist. Mm-hmm. And um, I just want them to remind me as being a light or remember mm. me as being a light. Okay. Uh, a lot of people tell me that that's what I remind them of. Mm-hmm. You know, just laughing, smiling, having a good time. Cause that's the point. We deal with mm. so much in life, man. And it's a lot of times our perspective on it. Yeah. But I just want to be a part of people's peace. So when I'm going on, I just want people to feel peace when they think of me.
0: Okay. On. I love
3: that. Made me think
1: about Vanessa Armstrong's Peace
0: Be Still. No. <laughs> <laughs>
2: we'll
1: be All right, pleased. Brian, you can do the last round of culture code if you want. All right.
2: Let's finish up with this. Um, you're from the country. Is spaghetti a side or is it an entree?
3: It is an entree. You kidding me? Yeah, <laughs> I do side. <laughs> it is a side you don't need nothing side else side. with spaghetti. You make some garlic bread. <laughs> That's what Thrash said recently. Um we've already, okay. we already got a, a alt with each other over the NC. We do. So it's spaghetti one, two. Like
1: it is. So this is are here. Let's just rest in it. I love the <laughs> I love the fact that we can have just conversation. Communication is what well establishes oh, relationships. So let's just do this. Get it out. These are growing pains. Let's just get it out. So, <laughs> in the today of things, with my current family, spaghetti will be an entree because you know life be life, and then you got to do it. But growing up, if my mama fries some chicken, it will be a side of spaghetti, catfish, and spaghetti. Um, maybe a little slaw, definitely some white bread, and it still has meat in it. Um, but yes, and we still will make a salad. We're gonna give you, we're gonna give you Italy. We yeah. gonna give you Southern America. Yeah, so Brian had it for the first time. He came to my house in um, November 2007. Yeah. And um, and he was like, we can was... eat. I said, we eat fish and spaghetti. He made a face. He came back and was like, it's the best fish and spaghetti I feel like I've had in my life
2: at that point. I had never had fish and spaghetti before. I had spaghetti. <laughs> I had fish. I hadn't <laughs> had them both on the same plate. Yeah. It was delicious, though.
3: Where I'm from, we call that B&B. Okay. <laughs> you don't need all that. Um, got gotcha. you. Yeah, that's, that's just y'all being big, and I'm down for <laughs> yeah. being big. I love being big. I was big yeah. last night. Yeah, um, yeah. And if I came to your people house, guess what? I'm gonna eat fish and spaghetti.
1: Fish and spaghetti. And you listen, because yes. I got some big back aunties, literally, not figurative. And you, because we we just. <laughs> And it's just just what we do. It's what we do. Brian, Uh next question. Because we've settled this, Art. Yes, we
2: settled it. (laughs)
3: Last one. Finish this line. Okay. I'm on the town thugging with my rounds. Her pussy pink, her booty hole brown. (laughs) Mm
2: -hmm. You got it. Mm
3: -hmm. I don't got one, amen? (laughs) I don't got one, so I I can't. But I know the words. I know how to switch (laughs) the word around.
1: <laughs>
2: no, just left. Yeah, that's it. It's <laughs> so, an awkward down. song. It's such an awkward song. Uh, we such appreciate you song. for sticking around, uh, staying for the living room, or coming to the living room to have a conversation with your uh, neighborhood, neighborhood costa negros. Uh, Josh, anything before yes. we head out?
1: No, God be praised. This was amazing. Uh, <laughs> but if you don't mind, you stick around with us and talk about what you're doing for self care, specifically what's bringing you joy. For
2: sure, All right, let's do it. Let's do it. All right, let's do it. You couldn't do- couldn't do it
3: uh, you could never ever bring
2: me down couldn't do it all right ladies and gentlemen puzzle pieces thank you for sticking around and we still have our amazing guest uh Simone in the now not in the liver, we're now in our place where we talk about pockets of joy so for those who aren't familiar with the show this is where we talk about what we're doing intentionally to yes. bring us joy so samote what are you doing to intentionally bring you joy
3: for me I intentionally bring myself joy every time I do my skin routine. I use the um uh, the the basic mm. Rihanna Fenty joint from Sephora. Okay. Um, they're not paying me for this. Y'all can if you want. Um Please do. Yeah, that, thing, that thing just gets me together. I already have pretty good skin anyway, but there's an anointing in Rihanna's product mm. that many don't um she actually prays over or stuff before it goes out. Um, mm. I watched her do it. Her and ASAP, they hold hands and they just pray.
2: Yeah, intercede. Father. So
3: that's, what, that's what's really making it work. Yeah, mm. Gotcha.
2: So come, what about come you, Brian? Cracking. Because um, <laughs> this, wait a minute.
1: Because <laughs> there are some black skin that has cracked. I ain't going to call no names out. But there are some people who are aging from the inside out. And that's because they don't drink their water. They ain't minding their business.
3: Yeah. They're doing a lot of those things. Also, it's, it's really gossip and eating bad. Mm hmm. Mm
0: hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. You gotta add in
3: some fruits and vegetables.
1: You gotta. Got gotcha. you. you Got it. Niggas don't like vegetables, but we're want we on the we, we campaign to get our blacks yeah. in there. Because I told you when we did the fried spaghetti make a salad. Yeah. Now. But, <laughs> but, don't,
3: drench, but, but don't drench the salad in ranch dressing, y'all. You shouldn't be able to drink the ranch right. off the lettuce. I don't even mm-mm. eat ranch
0: dressing.
1: But. Mm-mm. Is that another yeah, art? We should. You, you, you blinked your eyes real hard. No, I'm.
3: I've grown from ranch. Okay. You out of the hidden valley, and um, you went to <laughs> other things. <laughs> Into, <his marvelous> <laughs>
1: Into his marvelous life. My God. Um. No. Fenty Beauty has some really great um products. I used to use that. Uh. I don't know why did I stop. Actually, my esthetician told me to stop. I don't know what that woman got against Robin Fenty. Um. Mm. But no, a good skincare routine is uh, it was working for me, too. But I guess I took up professional advice. I got to go revisit that. I got to sit it, that, that just hit my spirit in a different way. Why did she tell me to stop supporting that Black woman? Um, anyway, uh, Pockets of Joy. Brian, I'm resting. I was just at Afro Tech, Afro Teching. And um, it was a lot. It was a lot. It, you know, it had me going on the go. So this week is all about intentional rest. And I necessarily sleep, um, but just rest, time with the family. Um, yeah, that's me. How about you, bro?
2: Uh, my daughter loves Marvel, so the okay. Marvels movie is coming out this weekend. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh so we are going. I'm taking my daughter to the movies, and we are going to sit there, eat popcorn, be big, uh, and watch the movie. That's you have it. To
1: spend nine hundred dollars because popcorn at the movies Whew.
2: is expensive. It is, yeah, it is. Yeah. But she loves it. She'll uh, eat the, she, Brooklyn. Will eat a, the big old thing by herself. The tub by herself wow. she's four mm, So we love that she's my only, she's right. my only child and I stick, I stick beside her
1: well so before we wrap up um, tell the people we know you got an album coming out but tell the people anything else that you can share that's going on and how they can connect and find you
3: For and support sure. yes For sure. Um, you guys can support <laughs> me by going on my website uh, buying any merch that you see um, come to my show November the 10th in L.A. You can come to my show November the 12th in New York. These are both album release concerts for my new album, mm-hmm. On War. Um, I'm going to be singing all the new album, and I'm going to be singing some of the old Samoa old classics with the live band and background singers. It's my uh, first oh, show with background singers, So, okay. yeah, come holler at your boy.
1: We love that. And um, just a quick question, real quick on the merch. Are we going to get the F the Devil t shirts back, hoodies, or.
3: You know what? We because you him. asked. Okay. Yes. Okay. I think it's time I receive. Okay. Yeah. I, I asked. thought it was, at first, I thought it was too aggressive for people. Mm-mm. But they Mm-mm. ate them shirts. Home. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, we don't that's, 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 that's F-, one. F that nigga. F that right. nigga. Yeah. this time I'm gonna put an X with the u is at so some of the saints can feel more comfortable
1: gotcha duality balance
3: but I'm wearing the other one
1: <laughs> well listen i'm I'm ready when they drop back out because i need to I need to get one another one yeah um so that's what's up man thank you again so much
3: um for appreciate I
1: really 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 enjoyed it um despite some of our many differences God has called us to be brothers in this hour and i <laughs> I appreciate. Oh, one last question before we leave, because I'm country. Are people calling you "Samote Hearty? Do you deal with that, or do you correct them when it happens?
3: I deal with Samote. I deal with sandwich. I deal with <laughs> sandwich. I deal with salami. <laughs> uh, I deal with Samoa cookie, the Girl Scout mm,
1: cookie. My favorite mm. one. Go ahead. Yeah.
3: But one thing that um, on <coughs> rang right through. Um, one thing that rings true is that you know that Grammy nomination. They said some more. That um, mm. trumps anybody ever getting it wrong. So flex, flex on them, flex on them. Yeah, but it's it's, the tea. it's Kind of like give me some more. Yeah, I think I put this on I'm black. I'm I putting know tea you
1: want part. some more, that's it. See how <laughs> Jodeci keeps coming back. Jodice I didn't. I was paying. able. To, I not able
3: to pull a boys to
1: me in in a moment like that. But I'll let
0: y'all cook.
3: This is actually a jacket from Jodacy. They had a um, a sale, <laughs> Um so I went and got it. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, Davin was wearing it. that in the in the desert.
3: Yeah, um, I, thinking, I think this is KC. Yeah, somebody. KC. KC or JoJo. All right,
1: well, Brian, you ready to move on to the next segment, brother?
2: All right. Let's get it. All right, let's get into it.
1: All right, good people. Um, thank you for sticking with us. We know this was a dope conversation because we oh, were there. Man. Um and man, Samo is he's a not only a friend of the podcast, now he's a friend of real life. In we real Cannot life. wait to have that. We've been, I guess we give y'all yes. top tier guests. Hello, hello. We give you top tier guests with top tier experiences. We do. Okay. Uh, we ain't out here slacking. Um, but Mm-mm. no. Thanks, Samo. But at this time. We want to invite you to be a part mm-hmm. of the podcast as well. Yep. What you could do that is to write in, or write in your letters to ask the jigsaw. That is ask the jigsaw at gmail.com. We will do a few things. We're going to um, reach your letter out loud if we like it. We're going to give you a pseudonym because you respect your pronouns and your privacy. Then we're going to give you the best non professional therapeutic advice that you can receive on Cynthia Tyson's internet. So, with that being said, understood and accepted, Brian, Yeah. who do we have? And what do All right. Want?
2: <clears throat> pronouns he, him. Ooh. Ernest Gilroy. Ernest Gilroy, okay. I feel, like that's, I feel like that's a person, but I don't know who it is. I don't know, it literally just hit me like this. I don't know Ernest Gilroy. <laughs> okay, so it's a strong yeah. black name though. Yeah, Ernest this was the what the Lord dropped. No, no white no white Ernest. Never, <laughs> or Gilroy. <laughs> Alright, let's do it. All right. uh, so Ernest writes, hey guys, I've uh, been rocking with the show since 2020 when Josh first dropped it, and it keeps getting better. Thank you, sir. Mm -hmm, um mm -hmm. here's my question i'm in a fairly recent serious relationship Uh, we've been together for six months Uh, my current partner and i agreed for me to do thanksgiving with their family Um, i was super excited about it Um, but as time gets closer i am more and more nervous this will be my first time missing my family for the holidays um, All the people I dated in the past lived in the same city as me. So I've never been, so it's never been a real thing. Awkwardly, I have not yet told my parents. Mm. Every time my mom asks me about what I'm bringing, et cetera, um, I found a way to change the subject. Um, how do I, so we'll go back to that. How do I honor my commitment to my partner, but also keep the peace with my family? Any advice would help. Thanks, Ernest Geroy. Or oh, I'm going to go this mm. Reverend Dr. Ernest Gilroy, because that's <laughs> a pastor. That's yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <sighs> mm. Mm. Mm.
1: Well, I'll tell you this: yeah. when my now wife, then girlfriend, I went to Thanksgiving with them. Oh man, it had to be Thanksgiving after maybe a year of dating. No, it was senior year. It was senior year, so it was a little bit longer than a year of dating. We mm-hmm. haven't we've been we haven't dated much longer than you, but I was a college student. Right, so right. still very young and had the emotions. And I was I was excited to go visit Asha and her family. Um but when I got to Minnesota, I ain't gonna hold you one, it was cold, mm. as cold could be, and I missed my mom and them. However, mm-hmm. I will say this I flew into Minnesota. I think I did Thanksgiving with them Good Friday. And then I think I flew to Memphis. No, I no, I stayed the whole weekend. I didn't mm. see them at all. Uh, I went right back to school, did finals, and then did all the other stuff. So, um, it was once we got married, we did that one time. We went to Minnesota, mm-hmm. did half the trip there because we had, well, not even when we got married, we first had Josh because mm-hmm. it was the first Christmas with Josh. We we kind of broke it up. But anyway, the first time I did that, though, I, I feel you. I just went, but when but when I made the decision, I just told my mama now. And mm-hmm. they felt, a, I think they felt a way because, not because it was Ashley taking my baby. It was like, Damn, my baby boy's really growing up. Like, he's not coming home for Thanksgiving. Um, And they respected it. Now, I don't know how they respected if I said I was going to do a Friendsgiving and, you know, go to the Poconos with some of my rich friends or some crazy stuff like that. But, like, because it was a girlfriend, I was taking very seriously. They had met before. Blase, blase, blase. They were supportive of it. So, I don't know why... You haven't told your parents, particularly yeah. your moms, as you called her out. Um, in the past, have your mom been the kind of parent who's been like hesitant about partners? People, Because you say partners and you use mm-hmm. they, them pronouns. So I'm not going to assume he, she, yeah. or whatever. Um, yeah. But have they been particular about partners, right? Um, is the fact that you're using, you know, gender neutral pronouns, meaning that there's a level of your identity that your parents don't agree with, <clears> right? <throat> so right. maybe they're not. You know, I I don't know what's behind, but I feel like there's something a little bit more behind that, or it could just yeah. be the guilt of not being home and not wanting to hear your mom in the mouth trying to guilt you to you know to stay in whatever city you're in. Mm-hmm. Um, and, it's, and it and ain't gonna hold you. It might be hard for them the first year yeah. because you are their child. It's gonna be the first Thanksgiving without you. That's that that's significant, right? I'm yeah. not gonna. I think we gotta stop minimizing the significance our parents and quote unquote first families play in our lives. Even when we start dating and get married, like, yes, we leave and we cleave and leave. Right. All that stuff the Bible says, but it doesn't diminish the bond, the love, the connection that you have with your parents and your siblings and all that kind of stuff. So all these firsts are real milestones. So yeah, because Thanksgiving is like two weeks away. Yeah. (laughs) Without my encouragement to you is to literally just one. I would be upfront with my partner. Yeah. To tell them what you're feeling. Because if they Mm -hmm. catch you feeling a little like down, then they know it has nothing to do with them. It's just Mm -hmm. you kind of missing your folks. And that's a natural emotion that should be honored, respected. But also, I don't want you to wallow in that. I want you to try to enjoy their family and what they're bringing. But also be real and acknowledge what you feel as well. That's one. Two, just have a conversation. Because now that it's getting closer, she's going to ask you again. Don't even Mm -hmm. let her ask you again. Just tell her, hey, mom, you know, I've been dating such and such. I'm actually gonna do, do Thanksgiving with them. Um, yeah. I meant to tell you, but I just didn't know I didn't know how you was gonna take it. And just go from there. Yep. You know, and preferably it's a great conversation. And if not, then prayers up to you, because I don't know what else to tell you if it goes left. You're gonna have to make a decision one or the other. So you're yeah. gonna
2: disappoint proverbially, somebody. Yeah. Um, yeah. but yeah, Brian. Um, yes, yeah, so if it's a serious relationship, like Josh kind of alluded to, it's gonna happen eventually. So you might as well just deal with it now. Like mm-hmm. have the conversation. Um, uh, so my situation, um, my family usually was was bigger with Thanksgiving. So Thanksgiving was important to me. Christmas is definitely important to Lauren's family, doing wasn't really important to mine. Our compromise was let me get the first ride right of refusal. So if my family's not doing anything, then you know, maybe Lauren can we can do her family. At this point in my life, the way I am set up, um, I just do Thanksgiving however I, I want to do it. Um, which is usually staying at home or going to visit my family or if I decide to go. But most cases, I want to stay home. I don't want to do anything for Thanksgiving. I want to be home. Uh, I'll visit my family or something like that. But if I know that Lauren wants to go visit her family, by all means, go. Right. You could take Brooklyn with you if you want to. I'm fine with that. I have no issues. I know sometimes she don't like it because she's like, well, they're going to ask where Brian is. But at this point in my life, I am 38 years old. I'm doing things for me. I care about my feelings and what I want to do. Sometimes I don't want to travel for, for the holidays. I know I'm going to travel in December, right? So um, have the conversation. I know black moms, I'm assuming you're, you're a black because we, this is a black show. Um, we know black moms can be um, important about their children, especially their boys. Um, so um, you just kind of got to deal with that have the conversation um and kind of like rip the bandaid off now because if if it gets important it's gonna be next Thanksgiving. And it could be a hundred more Thanksgivings after this if you get them getting married or whatever that you're gonna have to make that 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 um the decision where you're gonna be for Thanksgiving and um it's gonna be about you. Parents are important. It is important. You're important as well. Uh mm-hmm. so unfortunately you have to take everybody's emotions into consideration but the the biggest person is going to be you and and then when you get married your your partner so um yep. so just consider that it's tough it's hard it is hard especially if you love your mom like i do and i'm sure josh loves his mama you know um, i do so it's it's, it's tough because you don't want to disappoint your mom it's tough but uh you also got to make sure you got to do what's best for you in your relationship as well so that's it
1: and there it is um let us know how it turns out yeah. Happy Thanksgiving, and we pray that it all works out for the best. Um, yeah. Brian, greater conversation?
2: Um, sure. Let's do it. Let's do it. let me
0: talk. Oh, let me talk.
2: All right. We're here to Greater Conversation, where we get folks uh, get some things off of our chest. I say it all the time, that tomorrow is not promised. Cuss them out today. So this week, Josh, do you have something you want to get off of your chest? No, I'm actually choosing joy. For the
1: last two weeks, I've been a madman, ranting and raving, about a number of things. Um, so in today of things, I am going to choose Joy.
2: Um, I'm actually going to choose Joy. We just had Samoa on the show. So I'm going to choose Joy in the minute okay. I sang on this here show. He did. So just to let y'all know, our podcast is officially better than all y'all's. Just so you know. We don't um, make up the facts. We just report them. It is what it is. So, it is what uh, it I'm is. So I'm going to choose Joy. Uh, I pre-ordered uh, Samoa's album. Yes,
1: we did. Um, A mobile, a.k.a. Nigga
2: Love. Oh, oh, hello. (laughs) Uh, So I'm choosing Joy. Josh is choosing Joy. Um, I guess. Is there anything else? Nope.
1: So if that's been said, understood, and accepted, this has been another episode of the Jigsaw Podcast. Um, We want to thank you so much for... Um always liking in, always joining us. Well, again, we again want to thank Samo for coming through. Um, yeah. blessing the podcast, appreciate your you. vocals, with your insight, with your conversation, with your camaraderie. Yeah. Um, and even staying out in the church park a lot for a little while and talking to us after Listen. we finish pressing record, you know. Yeah. Beautiful times, beautiful, beautiful gowns,
0: time.
1: yes. um, beautiful conversation. <laughs> um, no, you're, you're a great person, great spirit, man. We really appreciate you. Um, but yeah, thank y'all for supporting us because um, without y'all, we wouldn't be able to, without the support of y'all, we wouldn't be able to have guests like this. Um, so yeah. we appreciate you for supporting us and always coming through. Um, yeah, that's all I got. Brian?
2: Yeah, um, look out for some things coming uh, down the pipeline. We we say that a lot, but we really are, are geared. I mean, we... look out. Look out. Uh, we have the conversation about cleaning the house and making space and making room for greater and greatness and stuff like that. So please be on the lookout for that. We're going to be having something dropped pretty soon. Yes. Continue to Like subscribe, follow Josh. I am Josh Rogers. I am Brian yeah. Hare, the Jigsaw podcast. Follow Samo um, on online. Uh, continue to engage with Chris and um, jazz on our stories, share, like, subscribe five stars, nothing at all. If you have any questions comments concerns email us hit us in the dm email at ask the jigsaw at gmail.com uh we're here we're out there continue to support you uh we are great with you we're even greater Hold on. we're great without you we're even greater with you uh, yes support. and before we head out josh let the people know uh, what they should do all you can do is what you can why you can in
1: best ways that you can but in all you're doing please please mm. please, please please please, do not get caught with your work undone
0: love y'all Peace.
1: see you next week